Hey, what's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to the Black Hole Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Malik McDonald. I'm back from vacation, back in the studio. So I am back with some amazing content last week. You know, took a little break, but this week we're back with a good friend of mine, Kareem Adele. Uh, we talk about some chill stuff, you know, talk about Nutella, talk about uh, being an immigrant within America, a little bit about Egypt and microaggressions. But uh, yeah, check it out and I will see you guys on the flip. Hey, what's up, man? What's got, up? We got we got Kareem here. Um, as you guys know, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing? Uh, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. We we this is a special episode because we're actually in person. This is this is a back and forth in person. Exclusive, typically, yeah, yeah exclusive. We, typically, we do it over Skype or Zoom or a uh, 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 VoIP uh, app. But like this is this is in person. Cream. I, I caught Cream, um, good friend of mine, coming from the uh, coming from a, a doctor's appointment. <laughs> Uh, he's Just all a, good. Yeah, regular checkup. Yeah, know. it's regular checkup. He's yeah. all good. Uh, how you doing though? Tell, oh. t- t- tell us about like who you are, and what you do, and, and yeah, just a little, a little, a little fun, a little fun, fun, fun yeah, festival, um... fun fact festival. Yeah, I just want to say, you know, thank you for having me. It's an honor. Uh, oh, don't, don't, don't. It's not an honor. I mean, it's yeah, I mean, like... I've listened to a previous podcast, you know, Pop Up the Block. I really loved it. Now. Oh, I appreciate so, so it. That'd be really cool to be on the podcast. But yeah, I appreciate uh, it. Thank I appreciate you so much. See, that's, that's a real fan. <laughs> Bet you Pop in the Block. Thank uh, you. Thank you, man. Uh, other than that, yeah. I'm, uh, hello, guys. My name is uh, Kareem. Uh, I'm an Egyptian American. Uh, uh, graduated at Emerson College, just like Evan. Although, yeah. like, 2019 so like a whole year before this whole pen like a jumanji year as people mm. would say call it jumanji, happened, jumanji yeah <laughs> just to be on the safe side funny so, somebody like rolled the wrong die and rolled the wrong dice yeah. and played the wrong characters uh, <laughs> but yeah uh, i like to call myself as a casual creative right mm. now yeah, i like to explore you know many different things try out new what hobbies experiences um i do consider myself as a self-advocate for a pro Nutella enthusiast, I would say. Okay. Because I got a firm theory that, you know, Nutella on anything is good. As long as anything that's sweet, you know, desserts and stuff like that. Um, uh, I, I, you know, with Nutella, I, it's, I, I, I respect that it exists. It's just not my thing. You know, it's just like, I get it. I, I understand it. Don't get me wrong. I, I just don't like it. I'm not, it's not like I, I hate it. I don't hate it. I just, I'm not a Nutella guy. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, I don't know. I'm, I, like some people wear trench coats, you know, there's nothing wrong with wearing trench coats um, for the most part. I mean, some people are weird with trench coats, but like, it's not my thing. I'm not going to really wear it. If I wear it, I wear it. It's fine, but it's just not what I do. Um, that's my whole thing with Nutella. I don't like hazelnut, right? There's, there's hazelnut in Nutella, right? Yeah, yeah there is yeah it was actually so the interesting thing is that i read one time about like the history of nutella mm-hmm. and it brought it was like it built based it was made based on an accident mm-hmm. like some guy like chef i think it was in turkey or i don't remember where it was but suddenly like the chef mixed accidentally hazelnut with chocolate and that's how it became nutella so you always get like the nutty flavor and mm-hmm. something like that but at the same time so i know i get like nutella is also like too sugary mm-hmm. so kind of you know, be like, just like with the regular candy. Uh, but 
my thing is that my theory is that you know if I would look into it, like Nutella, I consider Nutella as like you know a ketchup for like desserts. You know? Okay, it, I, it goes it goes well with like other desserts. So if you got it, Oreos, you can dip it in Nutella. Okay, okay. If you got like you know pancakes, drizzle on Nutella. The ketchup you know? of I our producer Jamie hates ketchup. By the way, really, she hates ketchup. She 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 calls it the uh, period of a tomato. Yeah, that's our that's producer, a... <laughs> but she calls it the period of a tomato. I mean, there's there's also natural ketchup <laughs> if you buy like from Trader Joe's or Whole. Yeah, Foods. yeah. It's like more more natural than like getting highs and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I like ketchup. I'm, yeah. I'm a cat. I love ketchup chips. I don't know if you've ever had ketchup chips, but that's me. Oh, yeah. like, you know, I don't like Nutella, but I love ketchup chips. Have you ever uh, eaten like uh, like uh, scrambled eggs or like omelet with, with like with ketchup, ketchup oh, or like no, sriracha? That's, that's just that's an abomination. I, there's I would certain put sriracha on it, just like give it a little bit of spice. Sriracha, I like yeah, that. I do sriracha, but like I there's there's a thing where people will just put like ketchup is just for a specific thing. Like <laughs> I like, people put ketchup on like their their baked potatoes and they put it like the, uh, it's just. The, there's, yeah. there's some on their chicken. I've seen people put ketchup on chicken. Like you're wrong. I mean, it depends That's, on the chicken. Though. No, like if no, it's fried, if it's fried chicken, like nah, chicken tenders and like that. Yeah, you. I would not even chicken. That. Chicken tenders, maybe. Yeah. But like with chicken tenders, that's why you have the sweet and sour sauce. The honey, honey mustard should always be the go-to for chicken. Would you chicken put nuggets. ketchup on pizza? No. That, who does that? Do you I mean, it's that? A, yeah. Sometimes it tastes good. Like I mean, here's oh, the thing. Man. It's a it's a thing that we have. Like it's the thing like I do back home. Like and when I go to the North Coast and stuff like that, you mm. know. Just put like some ketchup mm-hmm. on the pizza. It is good, you know. It's not like the regular thing that I would do, but every one, every now and then, you know what? I can just try it out. Well, okay, real, real, real quick. You said when you're back home, where, where is home? What, what do you, what, what's, what do you mean? So yeah, home. I consider home in Egypt. Okay, you know, I'm from Cairo. Okay. Uh, so basically, the only place most Americans know in Egypt. Yeah, <laughs> the pyramids and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mummy, yeah, the yeah, mummies yeah, yeah. and like that. <laughs> and like, have you seen the movie The Mummy and stuff? Yeah, like that? I love. I'm like, yeah, can you read hieroglyphs? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like subtitles, you <laughs> know. Yeah. Has, has anyone asked you that? Yeah. You I remember, yeah, I remember. Yeah, one time, like they were asking me, so wait, so uh, do you have you watched the movie The Mummy? I'm yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, so can you understand the with the language that they were talking? I'm like, there's literally subtitles. It's all gibberish because it's a dead, la- dead yeah, language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. but yeah, it's funny, but I, what do you think? Do you think like hieroglyphs is like the first emojis, you know, I, how it all started? Here's what I think. I, I, I used to be like an Egypt file. Like I used yeah. to love ancient Egypt. Like it was like, I was just so interested in it when I, when I was a kid. I had like the books and stuff and I, like, I still have books and stuff. I, you know, I, I don't know. It's a dead language, like you said, but it's cool. Like it's, it's like, it's like comic books. It's like yeah. the original comic book and it's, it's super dope. But I, no, I feel that. It's like when, when people ask me to translate the Boston accent, it's basically the same thing. Like I, it's the dead <laughs> Like, I, can, like, I, remember, I, I was, I was, I was, uh, I was, what was I? I was, I was at a super, like a super, I was in a superstore. No, I was at a, I was at a corner store, a bodega. And this is like right after, uh, one of the protests I went to, the yeah. George, George, uh, George Michael, George. George Floyd. George Floyd. George, George, Michael, George Michael's Jesus. the singer. What the George, what, right after the George Floyd protest, after peace, after the um the Boston protest went crazy, yeah. like the, yeah, cop, yeah. the cops gassed us, and I I like walked into a bodega and some heavy Boston guy was like talking to the store owner and just being like I I don't know why the, <laughs> I don't know why they gotta do this. That's a terrible Boston accent, but like he he talked he the, the dude talked to me and I I straight up didn't know what he was talking about. Like I couldn't understand. What? 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 And I listen. The thing is, I you know, I, I I'm from New York City, and it, the accents aren't that similar, but there there is some similarity to it. But you can still understand the New York accent. Like, what's like, the difference between the New Jersey accent and New York accent? Um, it's, I find it hard to like. So so there's th- so, okay. So so there's three accents in this 
in this scenario, right? There's yeah. the New Jersey accent, which, and there's the New York accent, then there's the Philly accent, right? I, my family's from New York City, I'm from New York City. I have an, a heavy New York accent leaning towards a New Jersey accent because I've lived in New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, however, I know a lot of people who have like a Philly accent because they live closer to Philly. Like the New Jersey accent accent is like a, uh, it's it's a, a clusterfuck of the New York accent and the Philly accent, but depending on where, what, where you live, you have more of one or the other, right? So like people from my part of Jersey, they have more of a New York accent, whereas people from uh, like like closer to Philly have more of a Philly accent. That's yeah. from my perspective. Like some mm. people say, like I have a weird thing. Like again, like I have a more New York accent. I grew up there, families from there. So obviously I have more of a black New York accent. However, the way I say W-A-T-E-R is a, a Philly way of saying it. So water, like I say water. Water, water, yeah. but that's that's like a that's a Philly way of saying it. So like New Jersey is just like this melting pot of the different yeah. accents. I think Again, I, mean, I really like the popular saying like coffee, coffee, yeah, co- coffee, 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 poor. Uh, <laughs> is that new? That's New York or New Jersey? That, that's a Jersey thing. That's heavy Jersey. Yeah. Poor coffee, coffee yeah. uh, crayon. <laughs> like that's that's and then, and then and then New York is more. It's it's it's, it's let's see. I I can usually do it when I'm inebriated. Uh, obviously, there's the the obvious. I'm walking here like. Walking, you know, walk yeah. in and like, <laughs> Christopher hey, walking, hey yeah. dude, like, what are you doing? Like that, and that's there's, there's, then there's like the, just the the white New York accent and the black New York accent, which is a little different. Yeah. Like the black, I, I think the black New York accent has like the D's are heavier when you say certain like, like the, when you say D, it's more, it's 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 heavier. So let's let's see, like, I don't know, dog, like yeah, get your get your fucking dog out of here. Like it's like the dog, yeah, there's like a there's like, like a punch. There's, yeah, there's yeah. a punch to the D. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just inter- I, you know, I, I, I'm just super interested in like regional accents or just accents in general. Do you think like, there should? Do you think there's an encyclopedia of like accents and stuff? Encyclopedia of accents? Yeah. I'm. I mean, people major in it. Yeah. You know, people have majors. Really? In it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know there's like obviously like voice acting coaches. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. Like that. They're like the encyclopedia. Living yeah. encyclopedias of accents. It's it's crazy. I mean, I I don't know. It's just weird and interesting. Like I I've lived in many cities and everyone has like a specific accent. So, so speaking about accents, too. What what do you think what is your opinion in terms of like how you can have like american actors play british characters mm-hmm. versus vice versa what do you think of that okay so what what okay what so what's dope is i actually watched the video about this maybe a couple days ago yeah because if like, i mean if you know if you guys know film American actors typically have terrible, shitty British accents, but British people have like great American accents. It's super yeah. weird, and I think like the, some of them, they were like Valley Girl. Yeah, know, like yeah. So, so, insane. so one of the things that this, so, so one thing that they that the coach said was that British typically people Americans with good British accents live in Britain, whereas yeah. British people with good American accents live in America. But what you see is because of Hollywood, most British actors move to America to LA to be in Hollywood, and that's why. They're acting so better, and that's why. But like, no, there aren't as many American actors moving to Britain to do film. Yeah, exactly. So, so they just do whatever that's available to them. They, like, yeah, they, they do know, what yeah. they know, which and they know what's in LA. So like, that's why you have so many British actors doing a great American accents because they live in America. Yeah, like the culture, uh, for example, like when the Man of Steel, Henry Cavill. Yeah, Henry yeah. Cavill. Like I didn't know that he was British. Yeah, and like he was the considered. I think he's like the first ever British person to 
act as Superman. Superman. Yeah, it's yeah, really yeah, cool. Yeah, but but it's because he lives in America. That yeah. that's simply that's how that again that's how it was explained to me in this video. He's now just, playing a lot of like you know English like American like accent yeah. characters. I, I don't. I mean, let's see. He played. He played the man from Uncle. He yeah, played yeah, Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he played, played also in uh, Mission Impossible, the Agent Mission Impossible. Yeah, and Fallout, also The Witcher, like <laughs> which was an American accent, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I haven't seen the uh, series, but I'm assuming it's like typical, you know, like based on that time period. Yeah, yeah. He he had an American accent in that one. Uh, I believe I know in the game there was an American accent, but again, like that's that's super cool. Yeah. You know, like I I don't honestly I don't remember any movies. I don't remember other than interviews. I don't see him doing a British accent. But again, he lives. Yeah, in it's only like yeah, in uh, yeah, it will be only like in the interviews I've seen him. Like, yeah, British yeah, accent yeah. Typically, I mean, there are some rumors they're still figuring out who's gonna be the next James Bond. So maybe we'll see him. I mean, he was he was actually I read like an article or something that he was cho not chosen, but he was like one of the choices back before getting casted as Superman. Mm. They considered him and like that, but he was like at the time I think he, based on the producers are saying that he was like too young for the role at that time. Uh, but right now there's now like an open list, you know. I would like who do you who do you want to see as the next James Bond? Ah, that's a good question. I honestly, I, okay. So here here's my thing with James Bond. Yeah. I, I I have a weird relationship with it because I used to be a huge fan, and obviously back in the day I was like Idris Elba, Idris Elba, Idris yeah, Elba. Yeah, yeah. But what I've kind of been like coming to terms with recently is that James Bond is kind of a hero of a bygone era, mm -hmm. where like you know he he he's the guy who he's an alcoholic who like shoots people, he fucks women, and he's like you know. With his hardcore dude he's a man's man right yeah and i'm like in 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 this society because because the thing with james bond is like james bond when these movies come out they always deal with um relevant topics right so like you know they you know back in the day they, it dealt with like communism and social you know socialism yeah it depends on like each movies and like, yeah, yeah yeah and more recently we have movies about say i don't know about I, I, I can't. <laughs> what are the themes of the new James Bond movie? Whatever those are, they're relevant to today's. I mean, the the, the new one. Uh, no time to die. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. time to die. I believe the antagonist is like this multi-billion-dollar tech guy, right? I think like, so. Yeah. Some, something yeah. like that. And so it deals with these modern issues. However, I don't think the character evolves with our modern sentiment of what is acceptable slash what we want to see so yeah. there's a conversation about that hey, james bond should be a black man i think i think that's true but also i think there should be some type of cultural change in how this character operates within the world so like i don't know make him gay i don't know make him a woman <laughs> like, i mean and, and and in the new one 007 the agent handle is a, is a black woman yeah it's not james bond but it is 007 it's weird it's like a, i feel like it's, it's kind of a cop out but like I don't know. That's 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 my little thing on James Bond. Like I just feel like is it still relevant in our society where we have these conversations about like toxic masculinity and like, you know, uh substance abuse, mental illness. Like James Bond should he still be like the man's man? Cause he's a boomer. James Bond's a boomer. Like we we, we don't James Bond is like a, a hardcore boomer. I, I want to see a zoomer James Bond. He's like instead of like flying zoomer. out, yeah, like instead of like fucking flying out to, to Russia, he's like making Texting, TikTok memes TikTok, and shit. Yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> like the, the James Bond, like the opening Do, like, video. vlogs of like his submissions. And yeah, stuff like yeah, that. yeah. Like the opening James Bond, like mom, like the video is just him doing yeah. the renegade on TikTok or some shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I, you know I that, you know the interesting thing is that I was so as soon as they announced like No Time to Die the movie mm. I decided you know what I want to create a list of like James Bond films I want to see all mm. the way like from the Sean Connery age up until like now mm. and there was like I did not know that there was a James Bond movie like set in space 
I, yeah, oh, it, yeah, it was, it was yeah, by, yeah, what's yeah, his yeah. name? Timothy Dalton's in that one, right? No, not Timothy Dalton, Roger Moore. Roger, okay. That guy, he was the, he, he was the, the, the movie was called Moonraker. Moonraker, I haven't yeah, seen it yet, but yeah, I, yeah, I wanna yeah. see it. Like, that'll I'm be interesting. I'm like, pretty sure Shirley Bassey did that song. The one who did um, Golden, Gold, Golden Eye. Golden Eye, yeah. 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 Huh. Although me, I grew up watching, you know, Pierce Brosnan as. Yeah, yeah, we all, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I respect Sean Connery, obviously. Yeah, he's yeah. the one who started it all. Even though he's like, a terrible person. <laughs> did you know that he's, he's no. a god awful person? Really, in real he, life? He had an interview, yeah, in real life, he had an interview about hitting women. He was like, you don't wanna, you don't wanna hit her. He, like, I'm trying to do a Sean Connery accent. <laughs> he, he was like, when you hit a woman, Never close fish. Never close fish. Always open hand. Damn. Like he had this whole comment, like a whole interview, and and the interview was a woman. And she was like obviously upset and pissed off. Yeah. She didn't want to do it, but like, wait, there's a lot of things that's going on right now. That's truth that they're speaking out. Like even like we were talking about like a couple like last weekend about that whole Ellen thing, mm. and then suddenly like I would just scroll down on Facebook and I saw like from different like you know like Unilad for example, mm. and suddenly there's like articles writing about. The, there's an investigation going on because mm. well, like, of the har like harassment and all yeah, that, like, yeah. you know, of like coworkers and like yeah, and just crazy. For for the audience here, uh, Cream and I are both in the film. I, I was about to say we're both in the film industry, but we're yeah. like film industry adjacent, I guess. We, we we've we've been in the film. Yeah. Like, we've worked in the film industry, and like I mean, we both went to ELA, so we got a, kind of got like the what a similar like experience would look. Not yeah. similar, but like you know what it would look like working in this. Yeah, field, yeah. You know? So we 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 both like we've had positions in the film industry, and like. And our friends have, our colleagues have, yeah. and the, the the constant thing that we always hear is that Ellen is a douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> like working for her show is terrible. Interns are mistreated, and it's true. Like we, you know, there, the, I, I, there was a, a Twitter feed a few months ago, back in March, I believe, where a comedian was like, "I'll donate two dollars for every story about Ellen being a dick um, to, to to LA Food Bank," and it blew up. And there were some crazy stories about her, you know, her team or her just getting people fired or like, you know, interns aren't allowed to look at her. Uh, there's this one crazy story where she had mints spread out around the office because yeah. she just hated people smelling bad if you smelt bad she'd send you to go home so she sends you home to take a shower because she got like people not even on her show fired uh just on the wb lot she just got them fired for just wacko stuff and so you know the buzzfeed news released an article a few maybe like two weeks ago and again you guys definitely look this up because this is like such an interesting dive into showbiz and like the, the personas of, of our celebrities and people that we, we, we quote unquote look up to. Yeah. But uh, BuzzFeed News just released this article about how an actual employee came out, a black female uh, came out and just talked about how her experience was on the show and it was just god awful. She, she quit the film industry. Like she quit the entire industry and she's writing a book right now. Um, but yeah, no, that's crazy. It's just, it's just insane and like, be, like it, it's it's it is, it's like really hard to like some some of the people like you you look up to and adore and then there's like mm. a dark side of them you know mm. like for example like I one of my favorite actors it used to be was like Kevin Spacey mm. and like I, when I watched House of Cards that was really whoa I've never seen you know a guy like a character like that you know as president who mm. was really you know focused on power mm. uh, but then when we heard the news about like what he was doing and like that it kind of like okay yo this is like fucked up yeah yeah and, like it kind of lo you know you lost respect yeah yeah that, so it's hard, you know. Yeah, I mean, we we, we but are. The truth is, but you gotta you gotta know the truth, you know. Yeah. Like sometimes yeah, like, yeah. people need to know the truth and like that just to be on the safe side. So, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I think that we are. 
I don't know. It's it's it, it's tough. It's it's just tough because like we there's just so much. There's just so much damage that's been done that needs to be repaired, yeah. and it's 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 just a massive task. Which you know we we have been like chipping away, but that's the thing. We've just been chipping away at this massive glacier that is you know just just shitty people in these industries people with power i mean obviously as we know the entertainment industry is it's it's messy um but it, that's something everywhere like that's yeah. that's every industry that's every job and and but i feel like right now because of what's going on like around the whole world you know especially when the industry shut down there's mm. gonna be like some new change and like now it's more of like exposed yeah right? yeah i mean I, so, I mean i mean hopefully hopefully because now even like for example when the, when the black lives matter protests happen and like that suddenly there's like a lot of like when i look at check up on linkedin or like even posts like mm. from like industry like in, in, industry professionals they keep on asking like i need like i don't want to know who are like any other black creators and stuff like that mm. so like now they're trying to open up more and more you know mm. i don't know if it's in your case you know back then and i probably like diversity wise you know, mm. it wasn't like as diverse maybe yeah but now because of the protests or who knows because of what's going on everything is like because everything in like ever since like the whole jumanji thing happened <laughs> <laughs> everything in this whole jumanji thing happened like yeah, yeah. It suddenly it stopped and it's now like okay we're taking a minute to realize okay what's going on yeah what's yeah yeah. I you know I, I think that's interesting. I mean, for one, I, you know, every week somebody's canceled. I think that that yeah. that the catalyst was the protest, right? Like I think that you know, I mean, Lana Del Rey, Doja Cat, uh, uh, Chris D'Elia, yeah. like people, like you know, I I think that we have this revolution spirit right now, this revolutionary spirit because of the protest. Like people want to come out and say these things. They want to come out and cancel these people because yeah. uh, they're fed up. I mean, especially in Chris D'Elia's case, where like yeah. this has been going on for a while dude um, i did not know that because you know the the weird thing is that even like the the season two of you mm. he was he's in it he plays, in it, he plays exactly himself because of what's what's going on yeah, he, was like, he basically plays the? himself and like you know i th this I, th I think this is the right time for that but yeah i mean even going back just talking about the um the, the this support for black creators I've, I've been seeing more and more of that i mean the yeah. one of the one of the heads of reddit quit his job and was like i want my job replaced by a person of color um because i mean i i I don't know if you know Reddit like that, but it is, you know, it can be accessible. Yeah. Uh, but like places like Reddit and Twitter, they've been, you know, they, they've been working a little harder to cancel uh, certain groups that shouldn't have a voice. You know, like uh, there's this subreddit called the Donalds, which is just about, it's just a subreddit for white supremacists and Donald Trump supporters. It's mm -hmm. crazy that those two things are one and the same, but they, they subreddit, ban that group uh twitter obviously i'm sure you know what's been going on with yeah, donald trump and twitter that fact checking thing yeah, yeah the fact checking thing and then like <laughs> censoring one of his tweets they were like this yeah. tweet is dangerous but we'll still let you see it uh just for yeah. historical context but like it that's it this is the time for that you know this is certainly the time everyone's home and no, like everyone has just time to think everyone just has time to think you know it's like we don't have the distractions of of work we don't have the distractions of going out you know dating or sitting yeah. on a train or like you know commuting like we we're home we're just home now and obviously we're afraid of what's happening in the world but like we, we're just home and have nothing to do there's work maybe if you still have a job yeah and there's netflix and then you finish what you, fin you basically finish Netflix. We watch everything on Netflix and you just wait for the next thing to come out. So you, you're just home alone or with family or with the significant or whatever. Just, 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 just 
soaking in your own thoughts and so like you know obviously i think this is obviously obviously this is going to happen yeah you know like you you, you got to expect something like this and obviously with the with the death of george floyd and, and brianna taylor and you know these deaths have been going on for years and years and years and years basically throughout the entire history of of america uh, but now it's just a little different because i feel like we're being choked right like the american people just the, the exactly. people of the world everything being like, like happened like the last like you know like everything happened like during like last almost like six months of like okay the next election yeah so because yeah, like, yeah. i remember like we started out like remember the whole thing we started out this year 2020 with, yeah like, this whole supposed like world war three thing yeah yeah <laughs> and then and then this came the corona yeah, yeah, the corona yeah. thing which wasn't then, supposed to be as bad as we yeah, as it is like we like, thought it was and then like, I, the, the one thing i couldn't believe is that actually people like think that cor- the corona beers like the drinks oh, they yeah. actually are associated that have like corona which is yeah, like so yeah, funny yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's, and yeah. their sales have been going down <laughs> yeah y'all yo corona that y'all y'all have to hop on this market this is like the great a great marketing opportunity for y'all y'all have to hop on this marketing opportunity and kill it yeah. but yeah but, I, but yeah the thing is like because everything like right now suddenly like everything is back and forth you mm. know like because of once like the world the supposed world war three then the mm. corona and then and the George Floyd thing, everything like it was like a whole like fire that erupted, you know? mm, mm. and then uh, people like in a way like fed up, you know? mm. especially okay now, and then you got this upcoming election, mm. and then you got suddenly like out of nowhere, Kanye. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and the and with the election, it's it's still an upset, right? Because yeah, like I mean, like I want a Bernie. Like, everybody wanted Bernie. Yeah. I mean, I oh, this is crazy. So my phone is broken. <laughs> Yeah, right I my, yeah, my phone is completely destroyed right now. So, I'm, but but I was just looking back in my uh, screenshots on my on, in my, on my cloud, yeah. and one of the screenshots I took was this tweet from Trump saying that the Democrats messed up by getting Biden the primary. <laughs> he was like, if Bernie got the primary, I would lose. Basically, he tweeted this. <laughs> he tweeted this. So like th- this year, and there was a video. I think he did an interview with. I don't know if, if most likely it's like with Fox, mm. like it, because it was like a Don Lemon segment mm-hmm. and then he got a video of like Trump saying like what well, if Biden wins would he accept the defeat yeah and he said like I think from the context of saying like no like yeah, like, like what which is like really it's like, like what, what would happen yeah. like I don't know what would happen if Donald Trump was just like no I'm not leaving <laughs> I don't know I, I mean the thing is we have been see- this this man has been like he's a dictator I mean let's let's just talk about that real quick because obviously with you know things he says and the things he tweets I mean he threatened protesters he he he, he made Antifa anti-fascist is, is Antifa is an anti-fascist organization, which, by the way, in America doesn't really exist. It's just yeah, a bunch of teenagers like, I, I with blue hair. Like Antifa, yeah, like it, 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 Antifa is it's 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 bigger in Europe because that fascism in Europe is kind of an issue. Yeah. <laughs> but 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 it's when the president's like, I'm gonna ban an organization that is anti-fascist. There's a problem there. And then yeah. on top of that, he has secret police now. People aren't calling it secret police, but he, he's they call them federal agents. Federal agents who are in unmarked vans. They wear unmarked uniforms. Send, he sent them to city. He sent them to. He sends them to cities to take protesters, his opposers, the people who oppose his his views, and arrest them. Nobody. They just make. They just disappear for the most part. And, and this, he's he, he's leading up to a dictatorship. And I'm, I'm and 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 then TikTok banning TikTok is. I think of former although, burning books. Although I, I, I kind of agree with the like banning TikTok thing. I I'm a pro like Viner. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> so yeah, I mean I don't like TikTok. I mean like Vine started everything. Yeah, true. But but, but that rhetoric, he, he's banning yeah. 
probably one of the biggest social media outlets there are right now. It's super viral and people are getting plenty of information. It's, it, it has created massive trends that have changed the course of, 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 of this movement. Exactly. Yeah. And he's banning that. It's, it's kind of a form of burning books when you, because burning books is just destroying uh, uh, freedom, free, free speech. That's what's happening. That's literally what's happening. And I'm, I'm curious. And then, you know, we don't have to talk about it if you don't want, but Egypt has have has had like a lot of political upheaval over the last few years, especially. And I'm curious to see the parallel, at least from what your perspective, the parallels between what's happening here in America right now, what happened or is happening in Egypt and just that kind of that course. What, what, what is your take on that? Because that's because I always think back to that. I'm like, listen, the, the things happening right now in America. We have seen this in history before, and it has led to revolutions, it has led to upheavals of governments, entire governments, yeah. and just like uh, rebellions, like I said, revolutions, and just just massive changes. Do you, I don't know, do you see that? First off, do you see that happening in America? I, I asked plenty of people this. Do you see us, like, because of what's happening now, do you see this, do you see us changing the government itself? And then what do you, what do you see as the parallels between I mean, I think you have to you have to take in consideration that, you know, the government here in the United States always like changes. Like even mm. if it's like if a president gets reelected for like another four years, mm. but after that another four years, that's it. You have yeah. to like change it like that. So it's just that, you know, the reasons behind like the 2011 Arab Spring and like that is because you had like people for so long in power that needed change. So it was kind of like at that point, maybe it was like really effective compared to like here. It's also effective, mm. you know, because like now you're like, with, like, just like what's happening with the Black Lives Matter protests and all mm. that, now you're demanding more people. Like, just like what it opened up suddenly, like you know, entertainment industry like, professionals they wanting more black voices, right, right, and stuff like that. So it's hard to like compare, but there's definitely some similarities between like you know how it all started, what are mm. the building blocks leading towards like people's you know frustration and mm. stuff like that. That's how I would say, yeah. So do you? <laughs> I mean, some people I've talked to think that a civil war is coming. Um, I mean, I, f I feel the same way. Honestly. People, I mean, I don't think it will. I don't think Americans have it in them. I don't. I don't think the right. I don't. I, I think the right. I think Trump supporters have it in them to like go crazy. But there I, are like I don't know. To be honest, there are. I think I've heard like there's some Trump supporters that resist. They mm. re they regret you know like voting him in the first place mm. and like that. Uh, but it could happen. Like I don't know. Maybe. I I I think America is too big. I mean, people people don't know. Like people don't realize how massive America yeah. is. Like it's. We, you know, we're one country, but like, we're like a whole, almost a whole continent. Yeah. It's a whole, yeah. It's basically, yeah. it's it's the it's the 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 uh, width of North America, right? Like half of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's America. like basically half of North America. It's a massive country, and the re like regionally things are so different. Like I I've lived in uh, New England. I've lived in New York. You know, the, the I guess the tri-state area. I lived in uh, Southern California. Yeah. It's not like I'm going to a different country, but it's like entirely different. Like it's an entirely different world to some degree. And I think that this country is. I think personally too big to do like a an actual civil war. I think maybe maybe and I believe uh, I had this conversation with Luke, uh, a previous host on the podcast, yeah. that we're in this kind of cold civil war, right? Where like no one's gonna get shot. For, I mean, let me rephrase that. Uh, there isn't gonna be battlefields, right? Pe people yeah, are gonna it's not die. Gonna be, like people are gonna bring out batons and like yeah, guns I mean, and, like, yeah, that, pe people you know? will die I and mean, people have died. But like I think that right now we're in this weird place where it is a cold war. 
between ideologies and it's this it's just so drastic between the left and the right the progressive yeah. and the moderate like but that, yeah it's mostly through like the typical like action of like cold war i think it's most likely right now it's going through like typical protests yeah like, yeah protests and like that yeah uh whereas like i mean the craziest thing like even for example like I, was it in michigan or somewhere that suddenly you got like a lot of like you know like i think trump supporters they had like you know rifles and stuff like mm. that near like the building because mm. they were, they didn't want to like put on face masks or yeah, like yeah, locking, yeah, yeah. locking down the state sorry so yeah. it was locking down the stadium like that even yeah. though there's like cases going up and like that yeah whereas now you got like also at the same time you had like nurses blocking you know the pathway our cars like of trump supporters mm. so that they can like go ahead and try to just treat uh, treat like you know their patients like that peacefully mm. and like that mm. so it's kind of in a way like it's like kind of like it's just like what you said like post civil war but it's not gonna it's gonna be more in a modern way so mm. it's like more through, through protests and like that mm. uh it's not gonna be like an actual like you know battlefield yeah no i i, I doubt it i mean it, it is it is gonna be a battle of ideologies and yeah. let's be honest i i don't i don't want to berate anybody but the right the right is just so dumb like 5G, like people truly believe that 5G is causing Corona. I can't believe that. 5G, there, I mean, oh God. I don't know. I don't know how they do it. Maybe I don't know. There was, why? Because there's this fake scientist on YouTube who said it. Like that's it. <laughs> there's some fake. This dude on YouTube made like a 10 minute video being like, "Well, what happens is 5G waves make cells poop themselves and creates coronavirus." Basically, it's so dumb. Uh, flat Earth. Like it. I mean, especially right now with the Corona thing, we don't know what's the exact like source of it. Like well, I mean, we, at the beginning, it was like, you know, started in Wuhan with the yeah, virus, yeah. and then suddenly now there's like the investigation going on like even like they're saying that it could be like in a lab and you know i i i, know. So I it's, think it's all like confusing. i i'm pretty i'm gonna say and this, this is what i believe because like i'm a nerd i watch a lot of documentaries i read a lot of stuff yeah i think because this has been now i mean conspiracies ugh, i don't know i like from the surface, yeah, came from wet market in Wuhan. Wet that's, markets yeah, that's are more believable. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, they, they they are known for having diseases because, I mean, even look you look at just human history in general when humans uh, first created cities, which had plenty of people moving in, animals moving in, humans and animals in these small confined, uh, unsanitary areas create disease. Yeah. Like that, that just happens. These wet markets are the same thing. It's just lots of people, lots of animals, lots of like blood and fluids from every species all coming together. It's not very sanitary. This is what happens is the disease is just spreads. Uh, and I, I think that's just that's just it. It's just I don't think it was created in a lab. I think just humans just we're, we, we're, we, we don't see the future like we don't we don't care to worry about what's going to happen. We just sit here in the now, it's just convenience. And this this is this 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 is what happens. And especially, like, yeah, especially with climate change, especially with climate change. And the thing is, with with, with the wet markets, like the, the only reason that they really existed was because of famine, right? Like mm -hmm. the, 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 the famine in China, so the Chinese people had to eat whatever they can get their hands on, yeah. right? That's why they're like, oh, Chinese people eat dogs. Well, I mean, for one, that's racist, chill with that. But also like, it was a famine, right? Like when, when there's a famine, you eat whatever you have to to survive. And that's, that that was, the wet markets were from that. Mm. Um, and they still exist. Honestly, this should this should be changed. I mean, China is a very wealthy country now. I don't, they don't, they don't need wet markets. Like they, they, they can change that to, to keep the world safer because there, I believe, uh, there was another corona, SARS. SARS came from China, from a wet market, mm. uh, which was another terrible disease. It was another version of coronavirus. Um, but like, yeah, I, I you know, I, I think that we, we have to, 
I feel like, you know, right now, these times, we have to put, like, all political perspective aside. And yeah, just exactly. And work together as, like, Peter's other as human beings. Yeah. Because this is right now, like, a health crisis. Yeah, yeah. And we, we should, like, stop, you know, blaming, you know, well, where it started or what, this and that. And, you know, because... Yeah, yeah. Fortunately, it is, you know, because of, like, even during this Trump administration, there's, like, a lot of hate crimes, especially mm -hmm. right now with, with the coronavirus thing. Now you got, like, a lot of, like, you know, Asians getting, you know... A lot of hate crimes, mm. which is and, like unfortunate. And uh, it, it's happened in China too, where Chinese people are discriminating, discriminating against black people because yeah. the government is saying that coronavirus came from Africa. So they're they're they are banning black which people. Which is actually the thing is like back when they started recording all the data, mm. Africa was like the least that had a number of cases yeah. at that point. Yeah, <laughs> Africa was like the last continent to get it. Yeah, uh, and, and what's crazy is that like they're they're banning black people from like restaurants, like McDonald's. You're like forcibly evicting black people That's from the stupid, and the thing is like we we are so quick to point our finger at people when there's a problem right we're, yeah before we even like you know we like uh, know ourselves yeah more like we yeah. have to be careful also. yeah like, you know okay like you have to think carefully before what you're getting into or mm. like your specific stances right right and, and, and thing is like i think when it comes to crisis it shouldn't be you're at fault you know pointing fingers being like you're at fault i think the first thing should be solving the issue that's the same thing with exactly. climate change i mean every country is bad with well, not every country but most most uh uh first world countries are bad with with climate change right but everybody wants to be like oh it's america's fault it's china's fault it's india's fault when in fact how about this how about we just chill for a second realize that realize the facts it, the and, facts and the effects if, if you don't believe in climate change whatever just first off let's let's focus on energy right like we yeah. need we we all know that oil and coal are running out right that it's 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 running out there's a limited amount of that in in the in, in the ground we can't remake it but what we can do is we can utilize wind power wave power uh sunlight we can utilize these cleaner energies that are one safer for the environment prevents cancers and, and such in environments where they build these plants yeah it doesn't it doesn't eliminate jobs it just changes jobs right you could you could train people to build solar panels train people to work in these 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 new these these, these new facilities it's actually also at the same time it's healthier if you work in a healthier environment yeah exactly like obviously i'm assuming that if you work in like those coal and stuff like that all the smoke that you inhale is really cancerous it's called black lung there's a name for it yeah black lung because <laughs> your lungs turn black working in coal mines it's like but, you know with cigarettes and stuff yeah but yeah. you know what isn't a thing wet well, wet lung is a thing but like yeah, like lung. <laughs> water lung working in in a river <laughs> like, like it's 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 but it, it and obviously it's you know all financials capitalism that's yeah. kind of driving everything i mean saudi arabia they're gonna kill me but like their their oil business it makes them rich like that's where they get their money from it's yeah. like if, if oil went away would they have as much money i don't know maybe if they invested in solar power power but maybe, i don't know i don't know they're gonna kill me but <laughs> but you know it, it's that's the first step we have to stop pointing our fingers at people and being like you're at full you're at full and just be like listen these are the facts let's fucking change them exactly uh, i mean methane is also a huge probably it's, it's the biggest impact on our environment uh i don't know if you've ever had beyond me but that's just delicious let's just switch over to beyond me that's that's my thing i love beyond me it's pretty good uh please sponsor us <laughs> well what's beyond me though it's it's fake meat but it's like oh, tastes okay, like yeah. real meat i you know what i i i gotta make some for you yeah i gotta try that yeah. because what they do it's crazy it's 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 plant-based meat 
but like somehow they were able to add like that irony taste to it yeah. that that like is in meat from the blood like they, they add like this weird this this iron taste you have to cook it you can't eat it raw that's another thing but like <laughs> yeah. it, it straight up tastes like meat like i it's yeah. it's the best plant-based meat i've ever had in my life and i, mean, I, I used I feel to be like the closest like burger or veggie burger i would have was mm. like, you know falafel yeah have you, you you know you've tried falafel yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. Like the, the interesting thing about that is that here they use it with like chickpeas mm. while i was like back home they actually use it with like fava beans okay so it's a different way different, different it's almost like, it's almost a similar taste you know mm. which which do you like better I mean the classic. Okay. So. <laughs> you, always, you always gotta go with yeah, the classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, definitely. I would like to try the Beyond Meat. Okay. Thing, yeah. yeah. No, it's it's absolutely amazing. I, I I'm a I'm a huge fan of it. Do you like uh, what's it called? Tofu. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I I tried to. I've tried to so many times. I just, I it's just not my thing. I feel like you know, with tofu, you need you need to put something. You need to add something to it to make it taste. Well, to, tofu know? is like a sponge of flavor. That's <laughs> what they sponge. explain it as. But yeah. like, it's still not. It's you still know it's tofu. It still has it still has a soy flavor, and soy isn't very good for us either. It uses a lot of water. It's not great for the environment. Yeah. Like I'm, I miss me with soy. I'm I'm good without that. Miss me with without tofu. I I it's it's again like it's one of those things of a bygone era. It's like. Back in the day when we needed to replace meat, we were like, oh, tofu. But now we have Beyond Burger. We have Beyond Meat. Yeah. Like, let's just replace tofu with Beyond Meat and call it a day. We got many recipes right now that you can do that's like veggies. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like vegetarian cuisine has gone such a long way yeah. in the last 10 years. Just, it's, it's just easier, you know? It's, it's just easier to just... It's even like more interesting, like rather than just like... Because the thing is, I feel like, you know, sometimes some people will... Like, uh, assume like veggie dishes as like okay salads yeah just like that no. which is like more different like it's completely different like no. that. like you, you can have like different you can cook different ways of like yeah yeah like baked potatoes and stuff like that just realize really you can good, yeah. you can still eat like shit without meat. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> like you can eat like shit without dairy meat egg like vegetarians can eat garbage yeah I mean there's also like bodybuilders are heavily based on vegetarian diet yeah you know? yeah also I heard we're not supposed to eat as much protein as we do yeah that's what I thought yeah, yeah especially like you know what red meat yeah 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 no red meat like, oh, yeah eating terrible. too much red meat is like yeah bad also. Americans apparently eat too much protein oh yeah you know so like the the sizes like the, the portion the sizes portion in, the, in the United States is nuts <laughs> well, what are the, so okay so because you know you, you, you're from Egypt and you yeah. how, how long so you, you basically grew up there so yeah I've lived in Egypt at least like 10 years okay like, high school middle school so the school system in Egypt is actually in one like you go through like one building mm. Whereas okay, like okay. here, you know, in the States, you have like, you go to like somewhere else like, for middle school mm. and then you go to high school. Mm. So yeah, I've lived like at least like 10 years in Egypt and like that. And then when I moved here to the US, you know, for like college and mm. yeah, Emerson and stuff. So, so, so okay. So talk, I guess talk to me about food culture. Cause that's, that's cool. Like, you know, like I, I'm interested in like Egyptian cuisine compared to American cuisine. Because America doesn't really have like a cuisine, right? Like, I mean, they have like maybe hot dogs, burgers. Hot dogs, burgers, but those aren't really like from America. Like yeah. hamburgers are allegedly from Hamburg or whatever. <laughs> they say Kim Jong-un made it, but like, or Kim Jong-il. Uh, but, but like, but it just, you know, even just the portions in Egypt, right? Like, yeah. I'm sure those are different, right? It's so, just, so the portion, so the interesting thing is that portion wise, so when you go to like a restaurant or some place, 
like portions wise are, com are like smaller or like fit for like you know yourself compared to like here in the United States was like too much for one person mm. uh, but if you have like the traditional Egyptian dishes like mm. falafel it's like an Egyptian like traditional dish that you right. eat like from a street food street cart also like kosheri have you tried kosheri? No. so it's basically it's like a super carb like okay. car carb load meal it's basically has pasta uh, rice mm. lentils fried onions okay okay and you got some amazing. tomato sauce and yeah. you can put like uh, some spice spicy like you know on it and mm. then you can put on a drizzle on it like this is a sauce called like dressing called da'a mm. which is basically a mix with like a, uh, vinegar and lemon mm -hmm. so, so you drizzle that on top and then you got like a really carb load you know full okay okay so it's really crazy. good yeah yeah, yeah. So well, yo, when you when you come visit Egypt sometime we, I'll take you yeah no for sure, for place sure. And, like, you're gonna try all the different cuisines and like all the different Egyptian dishes like, for sure like, yeah. for sure I mean like I you know I so okay so my, my, my dad is from Trinidad so like I yeah so so I what I also find very interesting is just the relation of regions with other regions in terms of food if that yeah. makes sense so like for example uh so Trini right it's the West Indian it's, it's the West Indies mm -hmm. and, and the history of Trini or the Caribbean is that uh the um Europeans brought over Africans for the slave trade and then later Indian people. And so the cuisine in the Caribbean, in Trinidad especially, is very like Indian and African inspired. So I, you know, in, in Trinity, we got roti, we have like curry, like it's, it's all that stuff. Um, we don't have falafel, which I mean, obviously it's an Egyptian dish, but like, a, but, um, but like, I, I get, I guess, do, I'm sure Egypt has that too, where it's like you, you, Egyptian food is like you you can get like specific things but then you go to like I don't know, uh, a, a, like a, a restaurant of another country close to Egypt, and you get the same like dishes. Is that is that like? But they it's are, different. They are you know? like you know. Also, you got like restaurants in Egypt that have like you know different cuisines and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like you got like Italian Italian restaurants. But it, does it does it have like an Egyptian mix to it? Uh, no, no, it's so, just, it's just the, the only thing I would say. Yeah, the only yeah, basic, like yeah, you know, yeah. like if you go to a restaurant, if you we have like like TGI Fridays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Go, I watch Rami. Yeah, <laughs> but if you go to like for example, the cool thing about like with McDonald's, because mm. if you realize this, if, when you travel to different countries and go to their McDonald's, mm -hmm. it's different, quite different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like in the, you know that like so in, in McDonald's in Egypt we have this thing. I remember I don't know if it still exists or like, but there's like the McRap or McArabia, mm -hmm. which is basically like this flat like it was uh, like a flat you know bread mm -hmm. uh, like pita bread something mm -hmm. like that and then it's like wrapped around chicken mm -hmm. there's at one point there was a McFalafel a McFalafel <laughs> that's so like I, <laughs> I that's crazy how McDonald's changes per country yeah. I, uh, Jamie was telling me that where was it it was in certain countries there's like gluten free options they got noodles McDonald's. I think there was like noodles or something noodles McDonald's? You know McDonald's in different countries? I don't know about other countries, but I know in Italy they have gluten-free burger buns. Yeah. I've, I've, and my parent, my family made fun of me because when I visited Italy, <laughs> I ate at McDonald's like five times. And they were like, you're literally in Italy and you're eating McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, they have gluten-free buns. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, like, also I think in France, like I've heard like some friends of mine who went to there, there's like pancakes, you know, you got like spit crepes or something like that's, that. That's amazing. Yeah. So and, and in America, they just cough on your burger and just throw it in your yeah. face. Founder, yeah, we ran out. We ran out of toys for having or something. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, it, yeah, no, we got the McRib here. It's disgusting. McRib, the McRib. Uh, it's just like it's just like mushed pork meat. 
shaped into a rib shape. <laughs> it's so bad. I don't eat pork, so I'm yeah, not- neither do I. I don't eat pigs, yeah. but um, yeah, it's so. But yeah, no, that, that's super dope. Like, I, I just, I just, th- that always just makes me. I'm always interested in that. It's just a weird niche where I'm, where I'm like McDonald's everywhere is just so different. Like, it's a, yeah. like different little, like little things that relate to the culture of of wherever they gotta, find you, themselves. You always gotta have like, okay, so like McDonald's is an official American you know, restaurant, mm. but at the same time, you know what? Let's put like some like you know something that's within from the region, you know, mm. our own like style. Okay. So, have you found a Egyptian restaurant in the states that is actually? authentic or good enough for you Egyptian uh, because uh. you know they, there's always like you know there's that, there's that yeah one yeah spot, I feel like, but yeah. they always uh, like uh, there was there one time when I was when I was in LA mm. uh, it was me and a couple of my friends we went there uh, uh, I was looking up if there's any like Egyptian different dishes because they wanted to try out like kosheri and stuff like mm. that I think it was a called Cairo restaurant or something like that okay it was in Anaheim so it was like a drive okay yeah so it was yeah, like yeah, an hour and a half or, that's right by Disney Land. Yeah, but we went there and literally when you walk in there, it feels like as if you're in, you know, like in a, like an Egyptian restaurant. Mm. Right? You got like you know, there's they're playing music music videos and then yeah. you got like some hookah and like yeah, back yeah, end, yeah. and like they're playing. And then you, the menu itself, you got like different flavors of mm. the hookah, and then you got the typical dishes. The kosheri was really good. It was like actually, it was I would say it was a typical American portion size of it. Just like massive. <laughs> it was massive. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. It was huge <laughs> like that. But are they yeah. so here's a question do 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 at egyptian restaurants do the people like do they do they like it the 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 waiters and the the the, um what do you call it the um the cash register person yeah do they like yell at you no no are they rude like in caribbean restaurants like in caribbean restaurants they're just rude as fuck they're just like hurry up like yeah no 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 they're like friendly and like that and also the cool thing is that even when i was there even though it was like an egyptian restaurant or like that Mm. so there's some people that work there they're not from egypt Mm. they're like from around like the middle east okay okay some like you know syrians palestine that's cool that's cool which is really good it feels cool to get to know yeah the feel thing i don't know it's uh, the weird thing is like you know for me like when I meet any Egyptian or any mm. other person who's Egyptian like that, he mm. says, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, like, yo, we gotta be friends. Yeah, you know, that's, that's the thing. Like, yeah. that's, I, you know, what was that? I, that's how I met, like, you know, with Mo. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The weird Which thing about sense. it. Yeah, shout out to Mo. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so the, the, yeah, how we met, like, because I, to be honest, I was bi- a bit biased, you know, when I coming into Emerson, I was like, yo, am I like the only Egyptian like, mm. in there, like that? But mm. I, the, later that I know that we're like, there's like three of us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just one of them was Mo, yeah. Just three of you guys? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of you know Moroccans and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And stuff like yeah, that. yeah. But like in Egyptians, why there was like three of them. But the cool, it was it was funny how we met. Like we were coincidentally in like this media crit class, mm-hmm. which is you have to take. And it was like oh my it. god, it was yeah. like one of the most boring classes. Yeah, yeah class. It was like I was trash. in a Harvard lecture, like digging yeah. deep into like okay films and stuff. Yeah, I'm like yeah, which yeah. is kind of cool, but it seems like it's like too much. Yeah, uh, basically, uh, if you ever take a media crit class, just be like. Yeah. Life means nothing. It it's meaningless. Yeah. That's why I passed. I, every essay, I was like, life is meaningless. It doesn't matter. Everyone's bullshit. This is bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I but hated I, that I class. Like green fly, I hated it. But anyway, so you typically like, so it was like I, I came back, you know, from Egypt from from the winter winter mm. break, you know, seeing my friends and family. So mm. we came to this class. Our professor, you know, typically just wanted to do an icebreaker for all of us, you know, mm. just says, okay, here's how you're gonna take attendance. You're gonna tell your name. And then what you did over the, the break. Mm-hmm. So then I told them, you know, my name and what I did over the break and like stuff. And then later on, I remember when Mo like walked into class, I thought that he looked like, honestly, I thought that he looked like Turkish. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, because of the 
the beard, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. But then, like, uh, when he came, when his turn came, and then he said, like, My name is like, I think he was saying Muhammad, but like, Mo, and then, and then he looked at me, and they said, You know <laughs> what? Yeah, he like, <laughs> like, turned like one, like his face, and like, yeah, like yeah. You know what? I thought of going to Egypt, something like that. And then I, and then when I looked at him, wait, you're Egyptian too? Yeah, yeah. And then we suddenly, like, connected, you know, we yeah. talked like an Arabic, and yeah, then, like, yeah. this whole, the whole, like, rest of the class were looking at us. They were like, like afraid. Yeah. Afraid. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, no, no. It was like they were looking at us. Uh, like okay, they're talking Arabic. Yeah, so yeah. It was like it was, See, it was really cool. You know? Yeah, I mean that's that's you know that that's always that. I, I, I had talked about this a couple episodes ago where that's always like it's 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 the marginal connection, right? Where like I I have the same situations at Emerson as well, specifically because Emerson is a very white school, uh, and like I've had that experience with black people, right? Like one of uh, one of my close friends, one of the close you know one of my close friends from Emerson, uh, Stan, who was who was on the first episode. Yeah, uh, I think we talked about this we met at this weirdo transfer connection thing at Emerson College and you know obviously we were the only two black guys there so we had that connection already but then he mentioned that he went to the same community college I did uh, at the same time I did yeah. and we never met and so there there was that huge connection and since you know since then we've been like super tight um, but that that's always that connection like we always have that connection uh, when we see other people because that's the thing we, we, we are in a sea of other right we're going to Emerson College living in Boston we we're in a sea of other of other right we are marginalized people so when we see somebody else who is also of that marginalized group we automatically well, have that connection you know, yeah. right and you're, you you know you and mo are, are super tight i mean i'm, I'm tight with all all, yeah. all all you guys um obviously stan and i are super tight again you know it's, it is that marginalized connect right and i so i, I have a question i do do you have that with other like people in is, is it only an egyptian thing like do you have that with only egyptian people or do you feel like you have that with people in that region because you know i guess as a black person i have that with every black person doesn't matter if you're from nigeria I feel like or south it, africa that's, that's a question like, that sometimes i sometimes like i wonder if like also like you know latinos or other mm, people you know when they mm, meet their own like you know from their own like culture or like mm, country like that would they like automatically connect mm, i mean for me specifically i would say yeah because like in a way like you know uh, you know the first year we're coming here obviously like i was like homesick and right, stuff, right, right so right. it's really, really hard and like especially here in the united states it's hard to like find you know sometimes like people that are similar like yeah it's like yeah back yeah. home and like that but if, but once you finally like suddenly you find like another egyptian i'm like yo we gotta like we have to be friends yeah we, we have to be yeah 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 like that like, yeah so, i no, think yeah, i think it works with all other cultures yeah. yeah 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 just i mean it's people who are relate like you can relate to because like, we, like we as humans we're naturally we have to be social yeah so yeah yeah and also at the same time i feel like it is necessary you know to like explore and like learn different cultures mm. you know learn new people and stuff mm. like that so. but but i mean it, i mean it obviously it's super important i mean we don't we can't learn about ourselves in the world without learning other cultures i feel exactly. like marginalized people are forced to learn about other cultures we're forced to learn about white culture because yeah. that's just quote unquote standard right and for that i think people in marginalized groups understand the world better than people who are not right it's it's this idea of the the, the double consciousness or code switching where in order to you need you need to know how to operate within your own culture and society but also know how to operate within the the the, um, the majority the majority's culture and society so you know you you know what you can and cannot do in both cultures right and because of that we i believe that you know we we are forced to see the world for what it really is right we were forced to see the world at its at its at its base at, yeah. at, at, at its at its um 
at a very basic structure. It, it, you know, it, it is important, but also I feel like finding somebody of your culture feels like home. And home is super important, right? It's, yeah. it's the most comfortable we are, we can be. Uh, and home doesn't have to be a house. It doesn't have to be... You know, it could be uh, even a show. It could be a show, right? Yeah. It could be uh, some music. Like home is where you find refuge, right? It's where yeah. you find comfort, right? It could be just through somebody it's else. where you're people. allowed to be, you feel safe and you're allowed to be yourself. Right, you know? exactly. Yeah. That is home. You can take your shoes off and just chill, right? That is home. Um, and again, like it doesn't have to be a single location. It could be a person. It could be an, I, I think it could be a food. Home could be a food for you. Yeah. Um, and I think that's important. That's what happens when you see or find people from a similar culture, from a similar place, right? Like, yeah, Stan and I are black, but we're also from Jersey. We're also from the same school. Like, you know, we also believe a lot of the same things. We, love, we like the same things. So that that is a form of home. That's a form of familiarity that I, you know, that 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 we also seek for. So, you know, you know, there's there's this whole conversation about segregation. Should we what? Where is it? Should we segregate? Should we segregate? Right? Like that. That's kind of been a conversation that's been coming uh, more mainstream now. Mm-hmm. Is just this idea of okay, should especially among like marginalized groups, black people specifically, should we have our own schools, right? Or should we allow our kids to integrate with white schools? Because, you know, there there, there are issues, right? You send a, you, If you send your black kid to a white school, the kid's gonna get bullied racially, right? Yeah. That, I mean, I went to white schools. I've, I've dealt with issues because of my race. I'm sure you've dealt with issues because of your culture, where you're from at predominantly white institutions, a la Emerson. Um, I mean, I don't want to assume, but, <laughs> but like, but like, and that's the thing and so there's that whole conversation um and it's 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 to some degree a valid conversation because again it is familiarity it is home it is where you grow i think that the reason why you know segregation is becoming like a mainstream thing that they're thinking of and like that Mm -hmm. the reason why like for example what you said the example of like if you put like a black kid in a whole white school that's because of like segregation Mm -hmm. because you've been so for so long you've been putting like specific groups in their own circle mm. like that and then when suddenly you, you just decided to like okay let me take out this person and put it in this one let's see what happens mm. suddenly you could like become the unknown mm. to them so right because like it's also like based of like if they think that the segregation is the solution it's not it's because of what is happening mm. you know mm. um like interestingly, I don't know. I, I I saw like a video of like I know that Morehouse College is a predominantly black right. college. Right, right, right. Yeah, and then there was like this white student. They made a video of like a, he's like I think he's like the only white student in there. And then like the interview was asking them about like you know their thoughts and the black students like thoughts of like you know having like a white student in your college. What does it feel like? Mm. It's predominantly black and like mm. that. Uh, I'm not. I don't remember what channel is it but i know if you just like type in on youtube like if, if morehouse college mm-hmm. you know, i'm sure it's gonna be like one of these Top. guys but the yeah. thing is the cool thing is like you got this white kid who's like actually like really interested in mm-hmm. like, this culture and like this history and respects it and mm-hmm. then later on he like, becomes like you know an ra and an ambassador and tries to help it you know get inform people you know more mm-hmm. about this college and like that and people they, they all get along really good you know, mm-hmm. well i feel like it's just about like you know understanding one another Mm. not just like directing them or just telling them you know you're wrong or, mm. just because you're different that's mean you're wrong i feel like it's mm-hmm. just a matter of like just accepting one another and just like you know understanding their views and stuff like that mm. that's the key thing yeah 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 i mean I, absolutely i mean that's that's if that was the case we you know this wouldn't even be a conversation yeah. you know like if, if we accepted each other for who we were you know we'd be comfortable everywhere right but you know i i think that like you know 
in terms of segregation, again, I'm not I'm not pro segregation. Yeah. Like I'm not I'm not out here being like yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, cut it off. But you know, the, I you know, in terms of I guess it's it's positive elements. It's a, it allows people to I guess hone and accept their own culture and their heritage, right? Where like you know, you're you're. You know yourself, right? It's 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 like you know who you are, and you know I I wonder in your case, I'm just I'm curious in your case because you you grew up in Egypt, you're like you you are, you grew up in Egypt, right? Like you're, yeah. you know the culture, you know the people, you, you know that's that's your existence, right? And you came to the states, but you still know who you are, right? Whereas you know you have plenty of people who maybe come from Egypt when they were like one or two or whatever, they come to the states, they don't really know who they are or where they where they're from because of. I guess they become more Americanized. They become more Americanized, yeah. which isn't necessarily a bad thing. My father became Americanized. He's from, like I said, he's from Trinidad. He came to the states when he was pretty young. He's Americanized. It's not a bad thing. But there's always that worry slash concern that like we're like an identity crisis. Yeah, like you will like where where like you'll have an identity crisis. And I, I guess I'm curious about your your world because let's see how can I. How can I break this down? So you're from Egypt, you came to the States and you've been in the States for what, maybe like? Like right now is going into like five years. Five years. Yeah. So like, do you feel your, do you, okay, do you do you think that you are, are you more Egyptian or are you more American? Or do you think that you're in this weird limbo middle place where you're like not of one or the other? You're like this hybrid. I would hybrid. say, I would say, like I've gone used to like the living of mm. what like, living here in the United States and how people work and how people talk and how people like you know, interact with mm. one another. But I always, you know, I always would consider myself as an Egyptian. Mm. So you're Egyptian first. Egyptian before, not like American Egyptian. Mm. Egyptian yeah, American, yeah, yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, cause like, just like, cause you know how like here in the United States, like culture is really important to like one's identity. Right, 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 right. I feel like the same way you know, here. Like I'll always, you know, even if I live like 10 years, you know, over there back home in Egypt and like that. Uh, that's why I always call it home. Mm -hmm. It's that's really how I was raised and all that. So you're not worried about like going back and being othered because of I your mean, time I mean, I, a little bit. Like once I come back, you know, like to visit and like that. I mm. mean, I've heard like, I know that sometimes my Arabic gets a little bit, you know, like a little bit bad broken up but <laughs> yeah like, yeah it's been a while <laughs> yeah like, yeah talking english yeah know? yeah yeah here like that. i remember one time when i came like after when i graduated when i went to back in the summer i started talking in arabic and like that and then suddenly it was some guy was like wait are you egyptian or are you <laughs> i'm like damn it oh uh, no <laughs> here we go again like, here we go again but no i mean I've, for me you know i've always you know feel like you know i have like a personal connection to like uh, back, back over there and here, mm. you know, I love. Yeah, 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 there are some benefits, you mm. know, obviously, living here. You know, mm. experiences, you know, education, mm. you know, stuff like that. You can get also education in Egypt, like that. Um, but I think culture-wise, mm. yeah, being Egyptian, like over there, like it's more unique having a unique culture than like mm. here in the states and like that. Because mm. in the same thing, at the same time, also like in America, there's many different cultures. Right, right. Whereas like you're coming from one main. Like specific cultures so mm. that that's what makes it even more unique and also like diversity here in the united states is like one of that i've never seen before you know because mm. you've got a lot of people immigrating from different countries which right, makes it right. america you know also so unique as well have you before you moved to the states have you like uh, have you seen like did uh, before you moved to the states yeah. uh 
did have you seen a white person? Like, did you did you ever see a white person before moving to the states? Because yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. obviously, we had like you know back in school in high school and stuff. Like in our school, we had like you know American teacher, American teachers. Okay, okay. Because that. that's why sometimes I get often. Sometimes I get asked like here, where like your English is good. Like, right, right. Oh, you're from Egypt. Uh, your English is good and like that. I always tell them, yeah. I mean, I grew up like. In your national school, so basically, right, like, right. a lot of times we have a lot of the classes are spoken in English, mm. and then you got obviously like, you know, like Arabic religion and like, like, stu- like, you know, like, uh, what do you call like studies? Like, there's like, there's like different type of studies. Like, mm. we, we got like history classes, like we're learning different histories, like in the U.S. and mm-hmm. in Japan and all that. But then mm. you got like you know mainly like Egyptian history studies, and like that's in so it's, fo- so it's focused in Egypt. Like yeah, it's Egyptian focused in Egypt. And, like, ideology, but uh, it dabbles in other. Exactly. Yeah. So definitely, we had like. We had like you know obviously like teachers that are like from America and stuff like mm-hmm. that. We we've had like you know black black teachers and white teachers mm-hmm. and all that. So yeah, I, I just ask because like you know there there are plenty of people who move from non-white countries and they come to the states and they're like oh shit white people like uh, <laughs> I thought you guys were only on TV. <laughs> but you know that, that's interesting. That's that's super because I, I know a lot of people who went to international schools and it's just like very fascinating. I mean, a lot of them speak English better than all of them speak English better than half of the people I know in my life, <laughs> which is always like fascinating to me it's just like like you, you like in america you're born and you know you you basically learn english like you know america doesn't have like a official language but do most you have like english. uh do you do you have here in the states that there's like different schools that are like based on different countries uh no like for example <laughs> that so for example like in egypt we there is like a, we have like a there's a full german school mm. you got like a full mm. french school oh wow and all we that. we don't well okay. there's a full american there's a f- typical american school that looks like you're in america like really american setting it's, it's like, like a theme park basically like it's a, a, yeah it's, i think it's themed. backed up by the, uh, the embassy of oh wow the that's yeah. interesting we we don't have that but we'll, we'll be I, one big thing is because like there's no like for, foreign countries america has like military bases everywhere so but no other country has a military base in america yeah um it's just because you know we we are a melting pot but i think the american culture is so walled off from the rest of the world we don't accept that shit but i what we do have is we have like cultural school so like if you go to a jewish neighborhood you're gonna whatever public yeah. school there is is they're focusing more on jewish ideology and black culture is the same with that and then and like or you got like student orgs basically yeah and you have student organizations but like yeah. in terms of like the institution itself i i think in, in in some places it is dependent on the culture where that school finds its environment so like you go to armenia town it's gonna be very it's, it's gonna be an american school you're gonna learn about america but you might have more armenian teachers you might have maybe armenian meals you might you know the school might close for Armenian like uh armenian holidays that is what we have but we don't have like this is a german school this is a french school this is this this, yeah. this this is this this but we do focus a lot in, in in culture stuff so like for example um you know the schools i went to were heavily black and latino so a lot of the stuff in our schools were in english and spanish and we had like spanish you know we celebrated like spanish holidays latino holidays uh particularly like puerto rican holidays and like and that, that's that's what we had, right? It's more cultural based than, than national based. Yeah. Um, but again, like that, you know, I don't know. It's 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 interesting. It's just an interesting tidbit. But okay, so I'm sure the education at your school was so much better than my education growing up in the states. Um, actually, you know what? I gotta use the bathroom. <laughs> On that right, yeah. yeah, that was awesome. Um, yeah. So that was lit. 
uh, please follow Kareem. Uh, I'll be posting his social media in the description below. But if you guys enjoyed this episode, please give us a like. Please give us a subscribe. Maybe share us. Uh, if you didn't like us, you can reach out to me. Hit me up, please. I want to, you know, learn from criticism. Uh, so, yeah, I will see you guys on Thursday with more Kareem. All right. Peace.